0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cultural stew. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Cultural Stew podcast. Coming to you from the Goat Factory Media Entertainment Studios. Warning, we use adult language and there may be spoilers ahead. Hello and welcome to episode 38 for the week of June 18th, 2019. My name is Ron Herkins Jr. and I'm here with my co-host.
1: Valerie Vidmar.
0: Hello and welcome to our show
1: today. It's a happy, happy day. I'm sorry I have to bust in. It's June 18th week, but June 18th is Paul McCartney's birthday. Paul McCartney's my guy. He turns.
0: You don't say. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> I know. So he was born in 1942. So he is. Old. 77. Don't say that. That's how old my mother is. My dad was born in 1941, the same as John Lennon, and that's how I remember their birthdays.
0: Old and wise and aged.
1: And aged wonderfully, by the way. And he's still rocking. So happy birthday, Paul. Okay, moving on.
0: Yeah. So um, (laughs) we're going to talk about a little bit of the news in the media world. Uh, Not a lot of news this week. Uh, A bunch of trailers rolled out. um, More on the uh, TV and streaming side. Um, We go through our Q and Rex, a little reach into the grab bag, pull out some stuff. Um, Yeah. And uh, then what's in our radar and Q and uh, wrap up from there. So a little bit of news in the media world. Um, A little surprising at this time of the year that we're talking about this in the middle of June is that the movies are bombing at the box office. Um, These big movies coming out and just not, Ranking up. Um first it was Godzilla not having a huge week and then Here Is Comes Men in Black and it's not having a huge week and
1: it's Godzilla gone.
0: No, it's still in theaters, but I just don't think it's in as many now or not playing as on as many screens. Okay. But um That's sad. It's kinda one of those right after Avengers came out, it was just this huge vacuum and
1: now we have a and new now weekend. that
0: the Avengers has gone away, there nothing's filling the void a lot in there. So
1: yeah, the Secret Life of Pets did it bomb or did it did, okay?
0: Uh, I didn't even look at the numbers for that, but I didn't. I know when Men in Black is touted as the the biggest one coming out the week, and it bombs after Godzilla bombs, and then we got Toy Story four coming out this week, so we'll see. Um. If it rebounds or not?
1: Are you going to the premiere? Like of Toy Story 4? Yeah, it's no. on It's um Thursday at five o'clock. But I can't. Yeah. I can't do actually any of this weekend. So we're gonna have to wait on that one.
0: Yeah, the wife was already trying to get me to go, and I'm like, let's do it Sunday. I've got a race to cover photography wise this weekend, and I was looking at going out, doing some riding, and not going to the movie on Thursday.
1: You're not going to rush out to see Child's Play?
0: No, Child's Play is definitely going to be one that I'm going to, you know, maybe watch at home.
1: Of course, we could talk about these later since.
0: Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, so we got just movies just bombing left and right. And (laughs) I'm just, I'm more surprised by the back-to-back Godzilla and Men in Black just underperforming big time.
1: Well, if they're crap, they're crap. But people.
0: Yeah, but they're still big name franchises that,
1: People would have gone to see.
0: Could have brought people in the seats and they're just not getting their returns right now. So um, another big thing, um, I kind of mentioned this last week, E3 kicked off last Monday, kind of kicked off into the weekend. So it started. stuff started coming out Sunday. Um, E3 is the... Um, right about it. You write about is it. it? Um, it's one of the big gaming conferences of the year. Um, one of the big news items was that PlayStation, um, was not going to be there. Um, so that meant any news for PlayStation four and PlayStation five potential, um, and their associated studios would not be announced here. So it kind of loses a little bit of its luster for me. Um, but Sony kind of came out and said that they really don't have much to show right now. Um, and so this meant E3 was mainly geared for Xbox and Nintendo area realms, but there was a little bit of crossover for some things that are going to actually be cross-platform. And I'm just going to touch on a couple of uh, those, um, I the ones that I'm excited for. Um, so like Cyberpunk 2077, this is one that's been in the works for a while. Um, looks great. The The graphics are amazing. And it's basically set in a sci-fi, uh, 2077 future, uh, fully customizable characters as you go throughout the game. And one of the big releases that they did is that Keanu Reeves is now part of the game. So that was a kind of a interesting little addition onto that. Um, an Xbox exclusive, uh, Gears of War five. They had a, a trailer for that one. Um, I played Gears of War the first couple ones when I had an Xbox and, is a fun franchise. Um, the graphics, again, look pretty stellar. Um, the ones that I am interested in, though, that I, I'm pretty sure are going to be cross-platform. Um, I haven't confirmed it, but I'm pretty sure they are because they're just big names. Um, the Star Wars Fallen Order.
1: I saw that.
0: Um, looks Actually, great. And it has. Um,
1: it's beautiful looking.
0: Yeah, And it's got some first great cast members that they brought in there. It looks great. Um, <laughs> graphics are great. And for something that doesn't come out until 2019, they're still not done polishing all the graphics. So they showed off as much rendering as they could. Um, but this has been another one that we've been waiting a long time for as a first person non-combat, um, I don't know, Let's see there's a couple of Star Wars ones that have come out the last couple of years that are more of like battle royale type combat systems. This is more of a first person, which is my kind of what I like playing. Oh so you get to step in the into that player and play him.
1: I see that there's like a breath of the wild 2, which was inspired by Red Dead. Did you see that?
0: I didn't see that one. Yeah.
1: I mean, some of these trailers are crazy as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they look like movies. I mean, even the still for the Marvel's Avengers.
0: You just blew my other one that I was going to talk about. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Getting there.
1: I just said a game before he did. I'm just so excited.
0: Um, Go ahead. So there was a couple other ones for fans of classic stuff. Um, Zelda has been announced or a couple different um, stuff in there. Um, go check out the trailers for the, the two different Zelda ones. Um, and then for those that were with Final Fantasy 7, um, man, I think I want to say I played that in 96 or 97 um, and they're doing a full remaster, remake of it. Um, graphics look great, but I had to Put it on mute because the overdub on it just was just bad. Oh, it just didn't sound right. Um,
1: the chicks cut her hair right. What they have a side by side of the the people and how they have their hair in the show, in the not the show, I'm sorry, in the game.
0: And then the last two major items, um, there was a big reveal on some of the. What the next Xbox generation, uh, Project Scarlet, is going to be um, with some of the details for that. Will it lead me to potentially getting an Xbox system? Probably not. I'm pretty set with the Sony system now. Um, and then the biggest thing is, was the, and this was kind of leaked out a couple weeks ago, was that a Marvel's Avengers was going to finally be shown off. And it was. Um, And it's by the same group that was behind Spider-Man game that recently came out and there's talk of some potential crossover between it. Um, I think the graphics still need a little baking, but this doesn't come out until May of next year. So there was a lot of graphics changes with Spider-Man that we saw over the last year from the releases. So it was not something that would surprise me, Um, but Hey, they at least came, they showed, A full story type thing for Avengers, and it'll be interesting to see how you switch between characters, how you do character customizations, because that was one of the fun things with Spider-Man is all of his classic suits and some of his wacky suits um, throughout the comics, you were able to gain them throughout the game and change into them. And some of the outfits that the Avengers were in in the trailer, I don't like. But if you have like the different versions that are throughout the movies and throughout the comics and the ability to go in it, like I would love to see um, Captain America's goofy like 1940s um, comic suit be one of the options because I would just think it would be fun to to play along the the, like the classic 40s to 60s Avengers um, era um, stuff. It would be really cool like they did with the Spider-Man. So that's kind of my my little e three preview and uh it's again, kind of- I hope that Sony puts out something by the end of the year to kind of show what they're working on um I know there was stuff in there from like you know, other worlds and watchdogs and a couple others, but nothing that was like drop dead and make me want to uh reach out and
1: some of these look like movie stills, which is just crazy to me, like um. I mean, movie things that you're probably not even interested in, but this The Last of Us.
0: Oh, yeah. The Last of Us is on PlayStation. That has that's not come out yet. Gosh. That's that's one we haven't heard anything for in over a year.
1: And they're not doing anything. Well, these were the these were in there for the
0: no, not Last of Us. Last of Us is a Sony exclusive that would have been PlayStation. Dark Souls.
1: It looks terrifying. Dark Souls 3. But then you have other ones that just look like they are straight out of the 80s. Like, um, inside. Sorry, I'm looking at all these stills. I'll be quiet, because I don't know really what I'm talking about. And we'll move on.
0: All right, (laughs) so moving on into the trailer world. Lots of trailers.
1: Lots of trailers. But, lots of trailers that have to do with um, TV or um, a specific like the Apple TV. So we have for all mankind, which is an up uh, upcoming in like in America, like a sci and science fiction web television miniseries, um, and it's gonna be especially for Apple TV. Uh so it'll premiere in the fall of 2019 and it, what would happen if the global space race had never ended. Uh it's actually and it it's, uh, succeeds in the first manned moon landing. So it kind of looks like it's an alternate it's an alternative alternative history thing. Um we'll have that trailer up for you but Looks kind of yeah, I, interesting.
0: And that was something um when they kinda announced the some of the stuff for the Apple T V Plus when they had the uh we didn't talk too much about that, but there are some fantastic looking stuff and they have a lot of stuff in production. I think there was almost ninety shows that they have in production. Wow. So that when they release the Apple T V plus, it's just gonna be filled with tons of stuff. Plus you have the Star Wars um shows and the Marvel shows and all the back catalog of all the Disney are all gonna be on so
1: are are, are all gonna be
0: on no, that's on the Disney. Side. On so side. you have these two competing platforms, but they're so and closely Netflix. Yeah. Still in the mix. So it's one of those I'm gonna be adding another like twenty bucks in streaming susp- subscriptions because Apple T V plus and Disney like, plus all start up.
1: But if you were a poor actor had no money would you get netflix would you get disney if you're a huge disney fan or would you get uh the what did you say sony no what did you say what was the last one
0: well there's the apple tv plus yeah apple
1: tv plus so which one would you get
0: well the apple tv plus relies on the fact that you would own an existing apple tv Okay, so... So you can't get that without having an Apple TV.
1: Right, so let's say you wouldn't have that. So Netflix or Disney?
0: I don't know how easy Disney is going to make it, like to get, like like Netflix is on pretty much every platform. Yeah. And has a back catalog for you to watch other stuff. So, I mean, Netflix would kind of be the, if you had one option, right now you'd have to go with Netflix. Just because I, I haven't I seen the other two options, but I'm not a struggling actor and
1: I don't I have know. But I don't know A little
0: the, bit extra money to throw at things. So
1: I don't know. Instead buying. of
0: buying a six pack of beer, I'll <laughs> buy a subscription.
1: Is that what actors do? They buy a six pack of beer? I think it's. No, I was just
0: speaking in general. Oh. Yeah. You know, I was thinking. I've been asked, like, how do you how do you spend so much on like subscriptions and stuff like that? It's like, well, I don't drink beer, or I don't go out for coffee. I yeah, no, you don't drink Bull, coffee, right there. But you know, I look at the money I save from that, and I don't smoke, so it's like I'm saving money in different areas that some other people aren't. Yes, so you
1: are. If you don't go to Starbucks, you're saving a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Now I just got to break my Red Bull habit. I saw. Yeah, I know. But I'm that. down to only a couple a week, so. No, well, that's better. not too bad.
1: That's better than one and two or three a day. Yeah. Do you do the sugar free? No. Jason no. does sugar-free. Okay, sugar free. Okay, so sugar
0: free tastes terrible to me.
1: He can't do the sugar; he'll pass out. Okay, so we have <laughs> Undone, which is on Amazon Prime. It's a, an adult animation comedy drama, which I I'm going to be honest, I probably won't watch because I'm not an animation gal. But
0: speaking of. <sighs>
1: You're going to ruin this for no, me. No,
0: I'm going to cut in just a second um, because we didn't talk about this at any other point in time. Oh, okay. Um, adult animation. One of my favorite ones is Archer, which is on FX. I, yeah. um, the new season for that is coming out. So that's a trailer that we don't have on here, but it is uh, the new season just started, I think, but they're in space now.
1: I could put it on there.
0: Um, but it's some of my, my favorite voice actors are attached to that. Who? Who? I don't know the names off the top of my head, but the <laughs> the one guy who plays Archer is he's the guy uh, okay. from um, uh, the Camp movie, Camp Camp. My camp wife, my wife likes movie? the movie. What Camp? Movie? Uh, uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Hot weather. Never summer. even heard of it. With Janine Garofalo and no. Paul Rudd. No. Wow. I should watch it. And Netflix even made like a sequel.
1: It's called. What uh,
0: is it? Wet Hot American Summer. Well, um, wife's probably screaming at me right somebody now. Somebody asked me,
1: I said I did a podcast and she's 10 years old. She's like, Oh, do you have a call in show?
0: Yeah, what Hot American Summer came out in 2001 and oh. then Netflix just made a sequel to it, um, two years ago. Wow. Oh. But you know, Paul Rudd's in it, and then the guy who plays, um, he turns into, <laughs> he turns two into a ago? soup can. What's that?
1: This is two years ago? The, this the is sequel
0: came out two years ago. The original Wet Hot American Summer came out in 2001. Gotcha.
1: So anyway, my wife is was
0: 21. But the guy who plays the main Archer voice is from that.
1: Got it. Back to Undone, which I think you, I don't know. Did you like BoJack Horseman?
0: I haven't watched BoJack yet.
1: But Kinder has, I think. And um, a lot of people do like BoJack. Uh, this is the same creator. And showrunner, but I, I, thought, I thought that was interesting. Creator and showrunner, um, and uh, Kate Kate Purdy. She's also the creator. It stars uh, Rosa Salazar, and she was in Parenthood and American Horror Story: Murder House, which I did not want. <laughs> Doesn't sound. I mean, that sounds so intriguing, Murder House. Um. Anyway, so it's. Scheduled to premiere in late 2019 on Amazon Prime Video. It explores the nature reality through central character Alma after getting into a near fatal car accident and blah 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 blah. So you can watch that um, trailer. When I get these notes out, uh, then we have I don't have stars. I do the Rook.
0: Still trying to finish up counterpart.
1: The Rook um, looked interesting. It's in a uh, it's like an American television series based on a novel by the same name, and it was originally adapted by Stephanie Meyer, who she is famous for. I was like, I can see her books. Stephanie Meyer. She is like, is she Twilight? No.
0: Mm Sounds like it. Sounds like the right name.
1: Isn't that her? I feel terrible. Sorry for all the Twilight fans if I just completely, you're like screaming at us. Um, but she actually left uh, the series um, and during like very early on. But it's set to premiere on June 30th. And it looks interesting. There's uh, the main character, finds herself. It is. Fant- look at me. Fantastic. Um, tw- she is Twilight. Um, finds herself at Millennium Bridge in London, surrounded by dead bodies with no memory of how she came there. I'm sorry. I just have to laugh at some of these things. Uh, soon as she discovers she's an agent with supernatural abilities in a British secret service called the Check Chequai? Ch- I don't know. Um, the Rook. Look forward on stars. Uh, and then in theaters, yay! Um, this is is called, would you call that Luce or Luce? Luce? L U C E. This looks kind of interesting. Uh, it has uh, Naomi Watts, Activity Spencer, and Tim Roth. Uh, it's a married couple. It's Naomi, Watch, Naomi Watts and Tim Roth, I believe, are the married couple. And they're forced to reckon their idealized image of their son. So the trailer starts out with this idealized uh, kid and then an alarming discovery by uh, one of the teachers, Octavia Spencer, who, like thre- like, she kind of shares a... A paper that he wrote and then they're realizing maybe their son is not who he, who they think he is. He's not this all-American boy. He is something different. So um, that actually looks pretty interesting. So take a look at that. And then to terrify yourself, um, we have Ewan McGregor. And I felt like there was somebody else that was big on Doctor Sleep which starts out with the red rum thing now this is the continuation there's lots of um flashbacks to the shining uh so this is uh Stephen King's follow up to the shining in movie form and Ian McGregor seems to be um I feel like he must be the little boy grown up and yes
0: yeah he plays Dan Dan Torrance Danny Little Danny.
1: Um, but th- I that was cool. I mean, definitely. Oh,
0: Rebecca Ferguson and Jacob Tremblay. That's who else is in that.
1: Okay. Well, they have, I mean.
0: Jacob Tremblay was the little boy from The Room.
1: Oh, whoever has control over Stanley Kubrick stuff, either they re, they couldn't have. So they obviously lent it out to be in this movie. Because they're definitely flashbacks, of like.
0: Well, the, I mean, Stephen King's part of it. I know, but I that mean, doesn't mean that doesn't
1: mean that that Kubrick is going to share his stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like.
0: Well, I mean, if it's based off of something in the book,
1: I know they could have recreated it. I guess, but take a look at Doctor Sleep.
0: I mean, they were they recreated it for um, Ready Player One. So. Tr- that is true. That and was a total rec- recreation of it. So that's
1: very true. They did, um, and then okay, I, yeah, this is really funny. But uh, this movie, The Wild Rose, is out June twenty first. It's nowhere near us <laughs> right now, but take a look at this trailer. I just it looks fantastic. I think the the, the finally when she starts singing, it sounds great. Um, so take a look at that. Um, kind of remind me of the Rose. She does have red hair. And then the Frozen... You want to go into Frozen?
0: I I mean, there was just a new Frozen trailer. I mean, that was the only thing that popped out to me. A little bit more stuff than was in the first one.
1: Zoe and I watched it. It basically explains two things. that they did not talk about how does she get her powers? Elsa? 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 How did she get her powers? And And
0: she's way more powerful than anybody realizes.
1: Oh, yeah. And... (laughs) Are her parents really dead? Now there is like this whole thing about how her parents ended up on a deserted island and had a baby that turned into Tarzan. Did you know that? That
0: that was, they came out with that theory thing um, a long time ago, a long time ago, how they connected all of the, uh, it's bizarre. Ariel was this big storm and,
1: oh my God. You should watch yeah. this. Try to find it on how all of that these. That would movies. be a
0: movie I'd love to watch. If they if
1: they, <laughs> could put put them Disney all together. Just,
0: well, if Disney just all of a sudden released one is like okay we're we're gonna re- connect everything for you in one movie
1: because they get Anna Anna sorry Anna I'm reading a book to Zoe Anna Anna looks exactly like Rapunzel and like they have all these things where people are showing up at all these movies. It's kind of crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, that in are, the wedding, is it the wedding yes. scene? Yep. Um,
1: Rapunzel's there.
0: Rapunzel and Flynn, yeah, are both there.
1: Right, kind yeah, of cool. Uh, and then I just saw a new show on Netflix that's going to come out. It's just is a teaser. It's called Criminal. Uh, you can take a look at that. I will put that up as well. And
0: two of my favorite actors, David Tennant and Haley Atwell, who were in David Tennant is Doctor Who, who was also in Broadchurch, who is also oh, now oh. starring in Good Omens.
1: Okay, I do like Broadchurch, so I just didn't know his name.
0: And he's currently in Good Omens on Amazon, which I'm still going through about three episodes through. Then mm-hmm. um, Haley Atwell, she is um, best known right now as uh, Peggy from Captain America. Oh, no. Uh, Steve mm-mm. Rogers, Peggy?
1: No. I mean...
0: Steve Rogers love Peggy? No. Whoa. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Yeah, she, she plays Peggy Carter. That's
1: I'm sure lots of people know <sighs> what you're talking about, so that's good. I'm sorry, I just don't. Anyway, moving on. <laughs>
0: you haven't seen Endgame yet, have you?
1: Well, I, the point of me watching Endgame... It's r- ridiculous. I went,
0: watched infinity war.
1: I know. I had no idea what was going on. And I laughed through half Don't of Don't you it. want
0: to be lost even more?
1: No, I know. I just, I just thought I, that would be a waste of money on me. So let's go into our queue and review and recommendation.
0: Yeah. Um, so as per usual, it's summer. Things are busy. Um, Sometimes. I had an interesting the living is supposed to be men be in easy. black. I had th- tickets for th- three separate days. <laughs> <laughs> I had a ticket for Thursday night. I was going to go opening night. But for some reason, that's sad. they had the 3D at a 5 o'clock and a 3D at a 7.30. And then the next showing that was non-3D that's, that's was... Um, Later? 9.30. Oh, God. And... That's the week had already started catching up to me, and I was dozing off at, like, 7.30. Yeah,
1: 9.30 is bad. And you're not a 3D guy, so you would have had to wait.
0: Um, so I was I was dozing off, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going. So then I put in tickets for um, Sunday afternoon, and then
1: Father's Sunday day. is
0: Father's Day, so I was going to go take... <laughs> no, I was going to go take a couple hours to myself, but That's fine. my father uh, is in town and he wanted to cook ribs. And so I started working on a project in the garage mm-hmm. and then he was doing ribs and he needed, basically needed some company while he was doing ribs. Of and course. so I'm like looking at the time and like, well, there goes the, uh, what afternoon a, show. What a good sign. And so <laughs> then I, right then I scheduled tickets for that night, which was at seven thirty. And once again, we got to like seven o'clock. I'm just like, I am so tired from the weekend from Ithaca covering photos. So this is the first time I've ever, like, I've done it like once where I've like, you know, I'm just not feeling it and just don't go see a movie. But to do it three times within the span of four days. Did you
1: kept, I kept, I would um, put in for a movie and then I realized I'm not going to make it. So I would. I would get my money back and then I would put it on the next movie.
0: I don't have to, it's part of the AMC stubs. Oh. So I'm not paying for them. I'm just basically
1: applying oh, for the ticket. Mine said, Are you going to make it? No. Okay. Can you reapply? Sure. Boom. And then I kept reapplying and reapplying. And then finally I made a I movie. I
0: just chuckled because they're like, they constantly they send the, your refund is on your way, but it's $0 for your refund because oh. it's part of the AMC thing um
1: you know what from my hit what i hear i don't think you miss much
0: well it's still men in black i wanted to see it I in know. theaters um
1: you still I just, might i
0: maybe not I, yeah my 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 movie watching is going to be suffering over the next two months um Could, so i was able to wrap that's up It's a,
1: mm-hmm. a good preview for our show yeah <laughs> good advertisement
0: um well th- this is where i i tend to get like the streaming shows in more yes. because they kind of just can fit in anywhere.
1: Well, they're also blowing up.
0: And so I finally finished Sneaky Pete. Oh, okay. good. And also another show called Whiskey Cavalier that was on um, NBC. Um, I'll just do a quick little blurb on Whiskey Cavalier. It has Scott Foley from The Unit <laughs> and Lauren.
1: Scott Foley from The Unit? Yeah.
0: You ever see The Unit on CBS? Yeah, but Had S- Dennis Haberd. Scott
1: Foley is not I mean are we talking about scott foley from
0: i know scott foley from the unit whether he's in something else i don't know i know him from the unit okay because that was a show i watched okay go ahead um and then uh (laughs) lauren from the walking dead um play he two different uh basically secret agent type people um it's an okay show it was streaming on on hulu because it was part of an NBC show. Um, I don't know if that's going to come back for a second season. It was only 13 episode half season order. Um,
1: so, anybody that's in my brain, like my kind of brain frame, Scott Foley is um, null on Felicity. And he was actually on Scandal.
0: I, mean, I liked him on The Unit.
1: I liked him in Felicity. Anyway.
0: Um, but the show, I am going to. Kind of review here quickly is going to be Sneaky Pete. Okay. Um, which I've never seen this, a
1: single episode.
0: Talked about this show a couple times now. Um, and I just finally wrapped up season three, which recently just released. Um, um, Sorry. So Sneaky Pete, season three, Amazon Prime. Um, this is a show that's got Giovanna Ribisi in it. And also... Um, a couple of the standouts, Margot Martindale, Peter Garrity, um, and Brian Cranston. Um, however, Brian Cranston wasn't in the final season, but he still was the producer of the show. Um, this is a show that started out a couple years ago. They were trying to shop it as a CBS pilot, and it ended up on Amazon Prime. Huh. And it's one of those shows to me that's kind of like a hidden gem you kind of have to like the the little hijinks and stuff that go along with this type of show to, it's like,
1: I will say a lot of people that do watch it like it a lot.
0: Yeah. And I, it was Giovanni Ribisi for me was one of those guys that I thought he was going to like be like one of the next big stars. And he kind of just kind of fell off um, the table there for a while and to see him kind of come back and, find a role that kind of suits his little squirrely type character. Um, So in a wrap up of basically what the show in general is about is Giovanni Rubisi's character um, gets out of prison and takes over the identity of a guy named Pete and goes and lives with um, Pete's family who hasn't seen him since he was a little kid. So they don't know that Giovanni Rubisi is not actually Pete He's a huh. grifter and he can assume and pull out information from people to um, make his character feel like it should be the, the whatever he said something in this last season. I, I'm going to butcher it, um, but he has a way of pulling out from people what he needs from them. Oh. he has a way of getting people to give him what he needs without them knowing about it, basically. um. And that's one of his his special talents, and in being a grifter and being a, uh, um, he always he always goes back to he's not a criminal, he just gets people to give him things, and so he does like you know high value, you know you look at them they're high value art crimes and uh, it, fools all these big time gamblers and everything for money and
1: actually sounds fun.
0: The first season was really good. Um, the second season was okay. Um, and I think the third season did well in um, kind of wrapping up the story. And I say wrapping up the story because the, the it is actually canceled. I see um, that. Which was okay. I'm okay with because they kind of hit everything that they needed to do. Um, you know, Pete went from being somebody who was trying to be included in the family and then kind of worked his way into the family and then by the end of season three, he's kind of told his, that he's not Pete to several mm. of the people in the family and they've kind of got it. And most importantly, like the, the grandparents who are Margot and Peter, um, you hit that last episode. And like I said, always spoiler alert at the beginning of the show. So, um, the last scene where they they accept him, but they don't let him tell he they don't let him tell them who sure. he is. Okay, they just accept him as a family because of the big thing that he just helped them with. And but it do was, they
1: know he has a secret?
0: They they have that sense, and they keep alluding they probably to probably like, no. They just
1: don't need him to say anything.
0: They as they go throughout the season, they kind of learn that like. He's not who he says he is.
1: And they don't care. But they, they don't just...
0: care because of what he's done for the family. They basically accept him as part of the family. That's how grandparents are. Um, sometimes. But it's it's a good series. If you're looking for something this summer to kind of just have fun with, there's some stuff that just, it's like watching a game of Mousetrap that go, gets un, keeps getting unraveled and then somebody trying to like put everything back together and and keep moving forward with it. It, That's Giovanni Rubisi's character. Like, he's got everything planned out, and then all shit goes to hell, and then it's him picking up the pieces really fast or improvising on the fly, which is something I love, is watching somebody just, like, improvise. Just, like, something bad happens, automatically improvising to make it seem like that was what was supposed to happen. It's actually
1: a good life skill. Yeah. (laughs) Every Um, time I see Giovanni Rubisi, I laugh, because... Dustin always says that, well, like back in the day that they looked alike and that G. R. I. Rabisi was going to play him in his movie about himself. <laughs> and <I> just every <laughs> time I say I think. Okay. So sorry, sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Dustin's been on the show before.
0: At the end of the day, I'd say this isn't a, a rush out to go see it, but it's definitely a, like if you've chalked off some other stuff off your queue and you're looking for something really good, in the same vein that like Bosch where it's, you know, you just, you got to invest some time into the, the Bosch series mm-hmm. to appreciate it. The characters are well-rounded. They have, they all have flaws.
1: Do you feel like the first episode grabs you? That's what I need to know.
0: I'm trying to think like back to the first episode, it was a couple years ago, but I'm pretty sure it does.
1: Because, uh, breaking bad, even the, the, first, the episode. first
0: episode is, is all about him taking on the persona of Pete. Okay. Like basically fooling, you know, the actual Pete was his prison cell roommate.
1: So, what age range? I know that sounds ridiculous, but definitely not for kids. Well, your teenagers can watch it.
0: No, I don't watch it with the teens.
1: So, you think it's R?
0: No, I just don't think they'd get anything from it.
1: I mean, how about 17 year old boys?
0: I don't know if they find it interesting. I think it just kind of more it's an adult of, show. It's yeah.
1: Okay. But. I was just trying to get some type of feel since it's summer and try to figure out who would want who wants to watch what. Uh,
0: again, I think it's just if you're looking for, you're looking for a good show to watch. It's only three of uh, three seasons, and they're short seasons. I think they're like ten to twelve episodes. They're oh, not, not long. Um, but you get like terrific performances to go along with it. So it's not like you're watching like. The worst possible episodes. Right. And then by season three, I mean, you got Margo and Peter hitting their stride as the grandparents. They're just like, <laughs> and Margo just completely goes off on a young 20 year old kid and it's just fantastic to watch. And it's like, yep. Okay. She's kind of scary.
1: So it's worth it. Yeah. Worth to watch. Okay. I actually did get to the theater, which is amazing to me. Um, this is another movie where I was gonna go see it and then I was like, oh, that's not gonna happen. So I actually went to go see this Friday okay, um and late night with Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling, who actually wrote it um, I did not I didn't really have any um expectations going into this movie. I knew what it was about, which is. Basically, Emma Thompson, who is the only woman, late night um, TV like personality, and uh, she's had a long run, so she is a legend, uh, but it's starting to tank, and so and Mindy Kaling just happens to kind of fall into this part. Because she has nothing to do like with comedy. She just loves the show. She loves comedy. And she... I mean, honestly, she just loves Emma Thompson's character. Um, and the... Uh, it actually was directed by... I'm, hopefully I don't... Nisha Ganantra. And she received the Golden Globe... For her work as the director on um Transparent. Just a little throw in there. But it, this movie also stars Hugh Dancy mm-hmm, and John Lithgow and Dennis O'Hare, Reed Scott and Amy Ryan and Max Casella. Some people I didn't know before, but they did a great job. Anyway, they follow the plot of Mindy Kaling coming in and kind of turning things around, and you have um, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson's character, she is a bitch. She's, I mean, let's just say it. She, but she has one of the funniest sound soundbites because a guy comes in to get. He says he needs a raise. Because he's now a family man and he has children and all this stuff. And she just rips him and basically says, you know, this is basically exactly what women were trying to do, coming in to try to do this. And men shut them down and she fires him. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, she got mad at him. She fired him. And so they had an open spot and they hire Mindy, which everybody was shocked at. And Mindy kind of gets her to come out and be herself. Like she, uh, Emma Thompson's a little f- afraid of actually saying what she's really thinking. And Mindy kind of gets her to, you know, that's really funny. Like, just say that. Um, it takes her a little bit to get comfortable with that. But as soon as she does, um, when she finds out that some, I mean, we watched this guy, he sucks. Anyway, he's a, some stand-up comedian. He sucks, and they, we find out that spoiler. Okay,
0: which character is this? Um,
1: I don't even. It is. Which character is he?
0: Is it Max's character?
1: Maybe, probably from Newsies. Really from Newsies? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. It's it's it's. I am sorry. I just have
0: Max Casella was racetrack in Newsies
1: so good at this I'm sorry anyway um, but he's going to come in and take her place if she finds this out and she's like bullshit he is so she goes to her writers and says you know let's turn this show around and figure this out so they have her doing all these types of things that you know Corden does or, you know, Fallon does and things like that. They don't mention anybody, any other male names. So it's not like it's based in reality. Um But, you know, I thought it was empowering. I know that sounds... As a woman, I thought it was was really, really well written. Mindy Kaling did a fantastic job. She's adorable in it. Um, I thought Emma Thompson was great. She's the top of her game. She looks fantastic in it. Uh, I really loved the development of her character and how um, she really does. She takes it to the, you know, kind of like the Devil Wears Prada sort of terrorizing like people are terrified of her and then she comes in and realizes that you know she's gonna connect and we're gonna make that connection so it has a great feeling to it towards the end it moves along very quickly it has very it's a smart script. I would say that you should see it. I don't feel like it's just for women at all. I think anybody could see it. I think it's very funny. You'll laugh and have a great time with it. I, I don't want to, I mean, I spoiled some things, but I just feel like you should go see it to see the rest of her character building. And we have a little surprises about, about her. And, um, Her relationship, she's married to John Lithgow, who is ill. And God, could that man. I love that. I love John Lithgow. And he is just a darling. Anyway, we have a scandal and all these things happen. And then we see how she, if she or how she gets herself out of it and whether she will go on at late night. So I say go see it. That is my review.
0: Cool. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Sorry. Okay. The morning is catching up to me here. Uh, let's read into our grab bag. What do we got? What's new? Um, you have. The Town musical soundtrack. So like I said, I was kind of behind this year on um, mm-hmm. Broadway and musicals and stuff that came out. And Town, which ended up winning, mm-hmm. um, I hadn't listened to a single thing. Um, but I happened to stumble across that some of the tracks were released on Spotify. So I started listening to that and it's catchy, mm-hmm. good music. It's, um, kind of got that blues jazz, uh, with a little bit of touch of big, big band mixed in, um, very Southern feel to it. Um, and I've been enjoying what I heard, but an interesting thing with their, um, release of the actual cast album is they're releasing it in three chunks because they hit a snafu or something with the, the release or the recordings. So they're releasing like such and such group here, then another group here and then another group in like August. So by the time all of them are released, you'll have about 40 of the Broadway tracks. Um, And right now I think there's about 12 up. Um, which are some of the bigger numbers, which, you know, the wait for me, which was the, um, one that w- they played during, uh, the Tonys, I think. Um, but I, I liked it, you know, and I'm actually, I was toying with going down and actually trying to, to see the show. Um, but man, ticket prices. prices. I don't know how people go and see
1: oh, I know. show after show
0: in well, New York.
1: Some people can.
0: The, the cheapest ticket price I found was 200 and that was on like a Tuesday, and you're sitting in the back of the
1: They're the only going to go up from now. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm looking at music. Um, I'm actually looking at the um, iTunes, and this is what shows my age. The top song- Madame X? No. no. The top song is by Taylor Swift. You, oh, that, it
0: was, yeah, that just came out this week.
1: You Need to Calm Down, which I have not heard. I heard the one before that, no. which I heard a lot of, and I can't remember because Harper liked it, but I didn't like it at all. Um, I'm not a Swifty. Oh, my gosh. Sucker plays in our house a lot. That's the Jonas Brothers, and their show, um, Happiness, what is it? something, Getting to Happiness? There's a Happiness, I'm sure every Jonas Brother fan knows.
0: I'm sure all five Jonas Brothers fans we have listening to this show are screaming in the You never
1: know. My friend Chris loves Jonas Brothers and she goes to their concert. She's my age. She takes, you know, Courtney and they go.
0: And I don't mean that as a diss. It's just mean it's not in my wheelhouse of things I like listening to.
1: That's okay. That's okay. And the top album, which this is good to see, which I think Jason's probably listened to, maybe he has, is Western Stars by Bruce Springsteen. So, Yay, Bruce! And then Madonna actually is dropped down. She's in the five. The Stars Born soundtrack is still there. I did notice that the Stars Born uh, movie with the uh, the extended version, the encore version, was out. I did buy that, and I will be. I bought the. Uh, I got a uh, like a five dollar. You won $5 from Fandango or something, and so I got that movie to watch at some point. A uh, new in theaters this weekend, uh, American Woman with Sienna Miller, which looks like a badass. Looks a great, like a great movie. Child's Play is also... Chucky's bad. That's bullshit. I'm not watching it. Uh, Toy Story 4 is coming out. Like, you know, we're getting there. We, you know, if you go on and you are um, a Fandango person or even Cinemark, like if you are like you are Stubbs, is that right?
0: Sure. I don't know what you're getting at.
1: You can go see. You can go pre-buy tickets is what I'm trying to say. Oh. You can pre-buy tickets for these shows. And there's one on Thursday at five o'clock that is probably gonna sell it soon. I'm I'm talking about in the Rochester area and I'm sure that this is happening all over. So um and then Anna is coming out and it's in a few theaters and I wish
0: is it Anna or is it Annabelle?
1: It's Anna. And the <laughs> it doesn't tell you a whole lot. Um it's like the trailer starts with this Girl holding a gun. Uh, it's an action. Oh, okay. It's a woman. There
0: is another one coming out. It's called Annabelle.
1: Okay, comes home. A woman unleashes her strength and skill to become one of the most feared assassins on the planet.
0: Is that the the one where she walks into the bar and starts beating the crap out of everybody? And they have, but it starts with them, with her in an interview room, asking her, "Did you see anybody?" I don't know. I think that's it. I've okay. been seeing that trailer for a while. Uh, the I, choreo- choreograph- fight choreography looks good in it, so I'll probably see that eventually. It's with
1: Sasha Luce. Yeah. Luce? Luss?
0: Definitely looks like a, a Russian-Chinese-produced
1: Helen Mirren is in it, so there's a reason to go.
0: And the guy from Bodyguard, I think.
1: Pro- yeah, probably that's true. Okay, uh, that's yeah. all I have. I have Toni cool. Morrison... The pieces I am, but I, you're going to have to go on and try to find that wherever you can. Limited. It's very, li, very limited, but I do feel like it. I, I watched the trailer and it does look, it's a documentary and it does look well worth it. So if you can find that, the pieces I am by, uh, with Toni Morrison, I think you should try to. And
0: also that. in limited, I think Kinky, Kinky Boots. Uh, oh, really? I think it, a theater one is out this week.
1: Oh I did not see that. But one.
0: it's very limited. It's one of those like, limited things. It's like the uh, events, the Fathom Events type thing.
1: Oh. Oh, okay. I like 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 Fathom Events.
0: Like one of the, the coolest ones that we went to was Newsies. Like watching uh when they did the New v- Newsies um musical a couple years ago, they did it. They re recorded it uh with most of the original cast and
1: uh Like Christian up. Bale?
0: No, no. The newsies the musical. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: I like, was on whoa, Broadway. Wait, I'm about,
0: And then they sorry. released it in theaters for like a, a special like one night run and then they expanded it to like, oh, we're going to do it for a couple more nights. But it was fun because it was like you're in a event where those people are specifically there because they really love mm-hmm. that, which is different than going to like a normal, normal movie outside of like opening night you typically get like people that are just randomly there because it's like date night. So they're out seeing a movie. You don't random, you don't get those random people at a movie event. That's like a one night only. It's like you get the specific people that are like, they're dressing up with the hats they're dressing up with. They're walking in with the papers and the satchels.
1: I feel terrible. I have It's not, like
0: going to a Rocky horror picture show okay. at night type thing. Sure. That kind of event.
1: I have never seen Newsies. I mean, Courtney, uh, my dear, dear, dear friend, his birthday's coming up. Uh she loved that movie. And she kept talking about it. I never watched it.
0: Well, there's the original newsies with Christian Bale and Max Casella. And um also uh the 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 one who died that was the Independence Day president. Oh yeah. Bill Pullman. Oh huh. Pullman, right?
1: Paxton?
0: No, it was Pullman. Okay, so Pullman's not dead. Paxton's dead.
1: Paxton
0: is. So Pullman, Gary, uh, Bill Pullman's in it.
1: So he's still alive. Okay.
0: Um, it's not a great movie, <laughs> but it's got some memorable stuff in it. Um,
1: maybe the music's good.
0: And then they revamped it for Broadway.
1: And it was and, great.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it won stuff. It's got one of my favorite uh, guys in it. But they, it's on Netflix. Okay, cool. So the old newsies is not, you'll probably have to wait until Disney plus comes out and you can get it in the vault,
1: okay, and then you have streaming
0: um streaming I mentioned this last week, Das Boot starts today um over on hulu um it's yeah one of the new originals based off the the book and movie and event, so it's a bunch of stuff. it's a mini series on Hulu. Um, Grand Hotel starts on ABC. I think it today.
1: started. Didn't it start already or not?
0: 17th. So yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. We're a day off. Okay. These were yesterday starts, Monday starts.
1: I did not watch that. And I, yeah. So I think that's, I, there's probably other streaming with, I did not grab onto any that I really saw that weren't, that, that were coming out. Like, except What's Her Bucket? Um, our little badass that with you know her, she's a Marvel character. didn't she start up?
0: our little badass,
1: yeah <laughs> that could,
0: that, that's a the, lot of
1: I know lot of people there um her the name of the show is the name of her like oh my God, you talk about it all the time. <laughs> if you go to Netflix right now, you will see her face. Uh,
0: I talk about her all the time.
1: Well, she's... Oh, shoot. I mean,
0: there's Scarlett Johansson.
1: No, it's... No, Dark Hair. And she's only been on Netflix. And this is her last season. And she has the blonde who is her best friend. And she's going to become something. But she goes in and she has the power of just being strong and... I'm, God, I'm giving lots of stuff here. And the first season she kept hearing that. What show are we talking about? Uh, the the show that just started up again, this new season, the last season of the show, season three of dude, <laughs> are you, you are brain dead. Okay. So I am too. Black hair, red lips. She lives in an apartment building. She, um,
0: Jessica Jones. There we go. Oh, she's not part of the Avengers.
1: She's, I said, they say, I said Marvel. She's not a Marvel person.
0: Yeah, she's part of the Marvel universe. Yeah. See,
1: I said Marvel.
0: But she's not part of that Marvel universe.
1: This was like Taboo. We just basically played Taboo.
0: <laughs> that was the worst game of Taboo ever.
1: I feel like most people would David have gotten Tenet's it. in this as well. Okay. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. He he plays Killjoy.
1: Anyway, she started up this week, I believe.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got through episode one. That was one of the ones I expected to go through this weekend. And I was just like, nope.
1: And last weekend, I, because HBO has to do it one by one by one, which is fine. But um, I uh, watched my Big Little Lies season two. Which has the the Meryl Streep in it this this season? So that's it, she's God, she's fantastic. Anyway, um, Big Little Lies season two. I so I missed season. I missed the second episode, so I'm probably gonna watch that as soon as I possibly can. But um, the first season's fantastic. I I you know I, I don't know about the second season so far, but, I mean, they got Merrill to do it, so I have hopes. So, there you go. Okay. And I have... hmm, We talked about some music and some books. I really only have a couple, really, but there's one called Very Nice, a novel by Marcy Dermansky which is coming out July 2nd. Um, and I uh, don't laugh at me, but I'm only mentioning these because I love Oprah. And she said that these were ones to look out for a uh, whisper, Nef- whisper network, a novel that's available also July 2nd. And we have, uh, let's see here. Elizabeth Gilbert came out with her book, and, and she's known for Eat, Pray, Love. Um, it's called City Girls, and that's actually already available. It came out on my anniversary, June 4th. So those are the three books I have that are coming out and come, or have come out recently. So there you go. Now you have your books. <laughs> We're getting cultural. Sorry. And uh, the Audible... That's coming out, which you may not even care about, but I saw it and I thought some people might care. Uh, it's called The Dirt. There's and also
0: a Netflix that just came out. Really? hmm
1: I did not know that.
0: I'm pretty sure it's called The Dirt as well.
1: The Confessions of the World's Most Notorious Rock Band, Tommy Lee, Vince Neil, Nikki Six, Mick Myers, narrated by... None of those people hmm. on Audible. It's fourteen hours, and the release date is six twenty-five. So,
0: I think the Netflix thing is shorter than that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so fourteen hours and forty-four minutes. You know, just go out and grab that off Audible. I mean, I'm not ditching Audible. I'm just saying, if you really want to, oh, it has
0: it. multiple uh, narrators,
1: multiple narrators, but none of the right. I mean, that's you know what. I feel like that's kind of. That, that, that. Sorry, guys. That's just not the way to do it.
0: Well, it might be one of those things if Tommy Lee tried to narrate it, it might be like 25 hours.
1: <laughs> okay. Maybe that's true. Maybe you can't read anymore. I don't know. That's very true. So, anyway, there's your audible. So, we have rec- recommendations that are not from RQ, correct? And I. Was I had never heard of this show, and again, my friend Leslie plus her from Minneapolis, she really gets me in these. So, this one's called I'm Sorry and uh, it's on Amazon Prime, but you can also watch it on other things. This is a this is funny. Okay, she said, Well, this is really funny. It's you know, she loved it, she was like savoring it didn't want to watch the rest you know like going little by little but um i watched i watched it and um it is funny i mean it's i don't know i don't know how much it is for it's definitely not for kids they're not going to get it this is for married people um and the main character is uh Andrea Warren <laughs> as she navigates motherhood, marriage, her career and her social life. social life in LA. Well, she's in a suburb, but um, she is uh, actually, wait, please go away. There we go. Um, she's played by herself. she's herself. I had no idea that was. I had never heard of her before, but I guess she's a comedian and she is fantastic. And Tom Everett Scott is in it, very very funny. Um, and Olive Petrucci, Petruc- Petrucci, I'm sorry, is in it. Um, there are two seasons, uh, and but this is a really fast little show, um, so they're they're fast. So there's only 10 episodes in the first and the second season has 10 um, and it has, it has pretty good reviews. It's 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, It's sort of, I I don't want to compare because they're, they're nothing alike at all, but it's kind of, you could jump in on any episode really, you know, so it's not continuation. It's like a Seinfeld thing where she finds something funny and goes with it. She has like a little clip at the beginning and then it's it's just I'm not doing a great job with um, my thesaurus this morning hilarious, funny uh, quick-witted, it's smart and it's relevant uh, to today and as a mother um, and things that you want to say I love their relationship. <laughs> um, she would, she would say actually a lot of things that I would want to say if Jason would not want to crawl under the table at parties if I actually said them. Um, but it's worth a watch. So go to go find. I'm sorry. Um, I believe there's there's other ways you can watch it, but right now it is on Amazon Prime.
0: Yeah, I think it's on. those it that it was True TV? I think it was. Yeah. Where it was originally at.
1: Yeah. I had never heard of it, and I'm so glad that she turned me on to it because I rarely laugh. Just two
0: seasons, right? And it wasn't renewed.
1: I don't know if it was
0: 2017 was the last,
1: and then 2019 is second the second season. So I started I had started at the beginning. So, um, but I feel like it is definitely worth your time.
0: Fun. All right. Um,
1: here, <laughs> answers to my thing. Awesome. Fun. Okay. You can tell that he really gives, like he's real. he is going to rush out and go home and watch this.
0: Well, actually I'm going to rush out and go to work because um, we are recording in the morning. So we're kind of on a, a time frame here. So we're going to rush through our, what's on our radar, what's on our queue. Um, the major things are still Men in Black and Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4 I might end up getting to on Sunday with a family. Um, More realistically, it's looking like probably just ripping through Jessica Jones um, season uh, three this week.
1: That's terrifying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We have the mysterious whooping birds in the background.
1: Uh, I am going to... I didn't see anything and the, the movie theater, except for that, um, American Woman, So that what it was called? That looked good. And I, When They See Us is on, is that a, yeah, that's a four part series about the Central Park Five. Mm-hmm. And there's some really good in, interviews. If you want to look those up, some really good interviews about that show. And then. I will watch my one episode of Big Little Lies that they allow me to have and then maybe jump into Jessica Jones and maybe I'll be a good mom and take my children to see Toy Story 4. But I'm going to have to catch up the little one because Harper, I don't even know if she has seen one, two, or three. Zoe has. Oh, wow. So she's got she's got some binging to do, this six-year-old.
0: It's not a bad binge, though. She's At least one and two, three and... Uh,
1: Three makes you cry. I don't think
0: I watched three more than once.
1: Are you, so I have of, a question for you. Just a real quick question. Where's the dad? Don't know. Very interesting. There, and I never thought about it either because I just never did. Did you ever think about the fact that there's no dad?
0: No. I don't know.
1: I guess not. Okay. So there we go.
0: All right. Well, I think that wraps up our show for this week. We'll see you next week. We will. Well, you'll hear us next week.
1: I, I say that too. We'll see you. I'll see you. Um, be looking out for The Vault. Um, I have a couple shows that I can put out for that. And <laughs> I have taped. Do you not say taped? What do you say? Recorded. Recorded. Okay. I reco- I have recorded kids corner uh, we just need to get it released and so be looking for that as well as the little mini episode side episodes of cultural stoop yes.
0: All right. see you on the flip side our show notes for details on what the outgoing song is and who it is by and also as always if you have a piece of music that you'd like us to play or consider playing please contact us today Like what you've heard? Want to continue to hear more? Please consider Patreon. What is Patreon, you ask? Patreon is a content creator support site, a way for people to support the things they love and allow creators to continue creating the content that they love. Please consider heading over to patreon.com gfmedia and becoming a Patreon supporter today.